Welcome to the FedHeads, a weekly podcast from GuideHouse. Join the FedHeads each week as Robert Shea and a celebrity guest host talk about the arcana of government management and the people who are working hard every day to improve it. Welcome to another episode of FedHeads. Lauren, you're, you're back again. I've made it a month now. Apparently. Lauren DeYoung Schulman with the Partnership for Public Services graciously agreed to be guest co-host this month and I couldn't be happier. I don't know if you were glued to the TV like I was during the recent vote for speaker on the House floor. I have to tell you a funny story. My wife was likewise riveted and I, I walked into the room while she was doing yoga and she had C-SPAN on like on a separate camera with her yoga class. I'm like, sweetheart, this is not mindfulness. This is not how to get total conscious by watching the crazy uh, action on the house floor. It felt like to me, like my my parents watch a lot of, or they put on a lot of nature shows, largely for their dogs to watch, just to be clear. But like they have a lot of nature shows on TV. But it felt like, you know, this 24-7 cam, you're watching the elephants cross the, the desert or something like that. You're like, this is riveting. I have to follow this. I have to keep going. But it felt a little bit like this this otherworldly thing you usually don't get to see. What a metaphor. A, a nature show, the democracy in the wild. So anyway, I reached out to my friend Howard Mortman, who's communications director at C-SPAN, and I can't believe he agreed to come on. Welcome back to FedHeads, Howard. I'm so grateful that you, you're you taking time out to talk to us. I had to say, Robert, it's so funny about your wife. I also do yoga and watch C-SPAN at the same time. Um, it's it's great. So, so you're stretch. likewise insane. It totally is. I do my I do my jazzercise and I watch C-SPAN. It's, it's, it's okay. That visual. I took- that visual. I need to step out for a minute. Can we pause the program? Anyway, you're not only the video of the house floor. I want you to talk to us about how that came to be, but also the social media feed. Your particular brand of humor you brought to that. Anyway, set, set this up for us. Sure. So let me. I need to spend about 25 or 30 seconds going really big picture because to better explain what happened last week, the big picture is C-SPAN, 43 years old, began in 1979 when we started broadcasting the House of Representatives floor. From day one, almost entirely when you watch C-SPAN, you are watching government cameras. And that means The only cameras allowed inside the chamber on most days, routine days, are the government-controlled and operated cameras. Their angles, their cameras, even the audio. What we show on C-SPAN is the feed that comes in from the House, and we put that on C-SPAN. Same thing on the Senate. We put on, uh, it's the government feed alone on a typical Senate day that comes in, we put on C-SPAN too. You could ask a lot of questions based on that, uh, one of which, do we want our own cameras in there on a broader basis? Yes, from day one, or from the earliest days, we have asked both parties. Howard doesn't need hosts. He doesn't need hosts. He can just... Ask and answer his own questions. You go ahead. You go ahead. We'll take a nap. Keep the questions for the end of this. All right. So, so the um, so we uh, your next question, Robert, is going to be: well, Do you want your own cameras in there? And I think Lauren, you're going to ask the same thing. Yes, we do. We have asked from from the beginning. Both parties have said no in various different ways to our own cameras being introduced. What would the cameras do? Great question, Robert. The cameras would allow us to show different angles, reaction shots of the House chamber and the Senate chamber. Right now, stationary, static shots of of the House. So I'll pause there and let you throw in a question here or there, and then I can continue on. Lauren, is there a question that Howard hadn't thought of? <laughs> yeah, so why, what are the Americans missing? And not just like, you know, I love seeing the reaction shots, because, you know, there was 
I mean, art came out of there. Beautiful art came out of those moments. But what in practice, what are we really missing? Glorin, you asked equally as great questions as Robert. So let me, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let, me let me dive right in. You know what you miss? The first thing you miss is a reaction shot. When somebody, there's a couple of things going on. When you see the guy or, or, or woman speaking, Mm-hmm. And you don't see the reaction in the member in the chamber, which is a human reaction. You want to see how people interact. Uh, the reaction shot on a, on a more practical level. You don't see the vote tally board, which sits on top of the, the press gallery. You don't even see the press gallery. You don't see the clock that's right below the press gallery in the chamber. A lot of times members of Congress are recognizing someone sitting in the visitors gallery. Like there's my wife of 68 years who has joined us today and they all salute and clap. You never see what they're talking about. So it's actually really lousy TV. A big thing here is, unlike the Supreme Court, which doesn't allow cameras at all, and we have wanted cameras in for the oral arguments of the Supreme Court, they've always said, no, it's different in the Congress. There already are cameras in the Congress, you know, the, the government cameras. So we're not asking for something new. You know, let's start with TV coverage. That, that's already happened. That happened in 79. We want to have better TV that better illustrates a civic education. And not. this is not to make fun of members of Congress. This is not to mock them. This is actually to better illustrate and educate and inform the American people what's happening inside the chamber so people can see who's talking to whom. Uh, you know, uh, you saw a lot of shots from the past week and lobbying on the floor and so on. So that's what you're missing. Howard, 90% of the time, as you know, the chamber's empty. The members are speaking to an empty chamber, and people might argue that that's not worth viewing. But there is a message in that, right? There is, mm-hmm. there is context to be had when a passionate speech is being given to a completely empty room, except for the talented staff that's accompanying the member, I might. I want to add quickly. So, so perfect. So, so a couple of thoughts on that. Okay, let's, I'm going to answer that by bringing it to last week. So last week was a rare occasion when our own cameras are allowed in. We are, it's C-SPAN and parentheses, independent media TV cameras are allowed in on special unique occasions, such as day one of Congress, the ceremonial voting of the new speaker, um, State of the Union addresses, independent media, C-SPAN is allowed, they're allowed to have their cameras shooting the floor and get shots throughout. Sometimes joint meetings, joint sessions of Congress, foreign leaders address, and you can come on the floor, you come in the chamber with your own cameras and shoot that. So it does happen. So to, you know, to the point, those are very unique moments, very rare. Uh, and that's what happened last week. I, I want to divert for a second to answer your question. There's two things happening. We're asking Two th- we, 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 we want two things. One, consideration of, of every day-to-day, which I don't know. For, let me just say, I don't know if any of this is going to happen. But we, to your point of day-to-day, is it boring? Is it unique for people to watch? Let's let the American people decide ultimately if they want to tune in or not. Like, let's not be the ones to make that judgment. But even more profound, on big historic days, on big legislative days, when there's – imagine just like going back in time before C-SPAN so that I can kind of – not put my thumbs on the scale here. Imagine when they were debating the civil rights legislation mm-hmm. in the 60s and you had mm-hmm. cameras in there, be able to see the senators and the congressmen then. I mean, great moments of history being lost when you don't have the cameras in there. So I love the question of like, you know, is it data, you know, if it's chambers empty, you're really missing anything. Let others, others decide that. But big history moments. Now, what happened last week is kind of interesting because, you know, as I said, for big moments like day one of Congress, ceremonial swearing in. We're typically in there. 
we asked the speaker, Speaker Pelosi, the, the, the former Speaker Pelosi, can we bring our cameras in? And this has been the tradition. The answer is yes. It's not been the tradition that that vote would go on for four or five days and 15 votes. So that's why our cameras were there all week is because they just never completed that initial stage. Now, once they picked the speaker, Speaker McCarthy was picked and then they moved on to the rules package debate on Monday. Our cameras were kicked out. Now we're back right now and where the House is in session right now live back to the stationary static shots that you're familiar with um, is what's in the, the house right now. So Howard, I think we, we kind of anticipated that last week's vote was going to be a little weird, but did not anticipate it was going to go on exactly as it did. How did C-SPAN, like, how did you prepare for that? How did you change course in the middle? And then on the other side, what was the public reaction? Because that's got to be, because it was so different, there, there's got to be a different sort of public engagement with C-SPAN than there is typically. So great. I love this question. First, the first part, anticipating and planning. Like everybody else, who knew what was going to happen? Um, yeah. Nobody knew. We were fortunate. The th we had three camera positions inside the chamber, three camera uh, operators, cameramen, camera women, who are the, the best of the best. I mean, they've been doing this for their whole career. They've been covering Congress. They know journalistically where the, the story is, reporting it through their cameras. Mm -hmm. So they know the focus on Gates and the focus on Gozar and the focus on AOC. And, you know, people, uh, you know, or Jeffries, I mean, they, they know where the story is in terms of visually where the story is. So they're, they're you know, they're the best of, of being trained to do that. They had to follow the storyline as well. They had to know when, you know, when, when Gates got up and had his, con went to the back and had his confrontation I'm sorry, when McCarthy got up and had his near confrontation with Gates, our cameras tracked McCarthy from the chamber, From the, I'm sorry, from the gallery looking overhead, looking down, tracked McCarthy going up to Gates. Now, by the way, if you watch my colleague, Jeremy Art, he had a video, he showed the government feed of that moment, and the government feed of the static podium in front had everybody, you know, looking back. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, I have no idea what they're looking at. It's a classic, you know, that's why you need the reaction shot. Um what was your other very profound question? What was the part two of that? Yeah, I mean, so the other side is like, the public usually doesn't get this side of the story, as you're saying. So what's the public engagement like? And also like, how is that part of the case for why we need to keep this long term? Yeah, yeah, great. So <clears throat> C-SPAN, we've been there day in, day out for 43 years. We're not on everybody's radar screen every day, believe me. Yeah. You know, I, you know, it's not every day I get a call from Robert Shea saying we need C-SPAN on to talk about C-SPAN on FedHeads. It's a rare but treasured uh, occasion. Um, so what made us newsworthy this week was those shots, the visuals, the continuation of the story, but also our style that we don't narrate. You know, we don't have commentators. We don't have editorial. You know, we don't have people shaping the news or narrating for you. So we are strictly letting you decide, letting you think for yourselves and be able to see visually, make up your own mind. On our staff, you'll never hear us make an editorial, have, have a, an opinion. I've had an an opinionectomy uh, working at C-SPAN. I have no opinions anymore. Um, but even though we don't have an established level of opinions, we are full of opinions and attitudes, and that's of the people that we cover, the people we put on. So I think the American people sometimes just want the ability to see for themselves and think for themselves of what's happening. That, I think, put us on the radar screen initially, um, an ability just to look in, cinema verite, you are there, you're in the front row, you're in the chamber. Our, our cameras were shooting down from the chamber, from the gallery, uh, the balcony. But also, I think, uh, you know, it, we do see this under moments when there are heightened interest in events, whether it's impeachment, whether it's big, massive vote, healthcare votes, people are tuning in. 
to watch it. You know, I again, as the communications guy for C-SPAN, I want them there every day watching us. I know it's not a reality, but when it does happen, then the media picks up on it. Then they start seeing, you mentioned earlier, the social media, then they start seeing the social media streams full of clips and all that. So it's kind of a, a neat snowballing effect. You know, I, I know it's a height in the valley and a height in the valley. Last week was a big height, a uh, big peak for us. So, you know, let me, I don't usually engage in tough follow-up questions, but <laughs> just because you don't have an opinion doesn't mean you're Posts don't lack character. I note, Howard, that you've got almost 30,000 Twitter followers of your Twitter feed. I often guffaw loudly when I see what you've posted because you do have uh, the ability to spin a little bit what would otherwise be a banal post. Can you talk about the social media aspect of C-SPAN um, and how some of that genius comes to pass? Robert, when you said you are going to grill me, I was expecting uh, like Tim Rustert courtroom drama here of showing me past statements I've made and showing me perjuring myself. But so this is I'll Fedheads, and we want you back, Howard. So. so here's the deal. You know, I we do have latitude. So when we post our clips, ultimately, we want to connect with people where they are. We want, even if they're not watching us on TV all day long, they're in their Twitter feeds or Facebook and so on, their social media feeds. We want to get our video in front of them. And, you know, sometimes I, what I personally like to do, I like to connect what's happening today to history. A lot, you know, I always tell journalism students, the worst word to ever use in journalism is unprecedented. Uh, every Everything has happened before. It's a degree or, you know, it, it's, you know, the parameters, but things have happened, but there's always an historical precedent to almost everything in politics. And being able to connect that, I think is a lot of fun. Um, if it's a more current event, you know, just... <laughs> It's funny, the um, one good thing about being both in C-SPAN where I have, you know, I don't use adjectives anymore. We don't, you know, no editorial, no adjectives, but also like on Twitter, which you're limited how many words you can use anyways. It's perfect because you don't need a hot take. You don't need to describe things. If you just put a photo or a clip out there saying this, this subject, verb, object, you know, I don't need to over explain things. People can figure out. Now, people want to take something I posted or we have posted in C-SPAN and further make an editorial judging editorial attitude based on that. That's great. That's fine. Use our video. Make your points. I'm not the one making points, but I want to be able be able to surface um, video that's interesting and compelling to look at. Well, it, it's fantastic of you to join us. It was quite a spectacle to see. I hope you're successful in getting your cameras greater access. Thank you for the service you did to the country with those few days shining a light on democracy in action. I appreciate you both. Uh, just an update. We again, we asked. We're taping this on uh, on January 11th. We asked. We sent a letter on January 10th to the speaker's office, asking, saying that in the spirit of transparency that he has advocated, uh, please consider C-SPAN continuing on in the chamber. Uh, we will share our video with our colleagues in the media. Did not replace the government cameras, but to augment and be additive to the process, letting people see more of their legislators uh, in action. And again, as part of civic education, as part of teaching uh, the, the, how Congress uh, how Congress operates. And I do think that we should really give it a, a C-SPAN yoga, a shot. Like this sounds like a real opportunity for us all. <laughs> I, 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 uh, <laughs> Coming next on Fed Heads. <laughs> how about this stretch to Fed Heads uh, yoga to C-SPAN. Excellent. Excellent. That's a great <laughs> recipe for 2023. Thank, thanks to you both for being with us and um, have a great day. Thanks, Robert. Thanks for listening to The Fed Heads, a weekly podcast brought to you by GuideHouse.